Hello and welcome to the Middleway Method podcast. This is the podcast that explores nuance in all things health and fitness. And I'm so excited because I'm here today with a really good friend, Zeppo, who it's interestingly enough, I've never actually met in person. We've never met, right? Never. <laughs> we've we've talked we've talked on Zoom before, but we've never met in person. I know it's so trippy. Like internet, this day and age of internet friends, like you feel like you know someone so well without actually meeting them. So I'm going to give Zeppo a couple minutes here in a minute to tell you more about himself. But uh, just diving right in, today's episode is all about body transformation challenges, the pros, the cons. And the reason we're talking about this with Zeppo is because I met him when we joined the same team for a body transformation challenge. So a little bit of context here, and, and I'll let Zeppo fill in any blanks I missed. But we are both um, fans of an author uh, and a personal trainer, Tom Venuto, and he wrote the book, Burn the Fat, Feed the Muscle, and he has this inner circle where um, you connect with other people who are kind of following his methodology about nutrition and exercise, and he has these, like, you know, New Year's, summer, 12-week body transformation challenges, and what year did we connect, Zeppo? Can you remind me? We connected in 2019. Okay, so it's been like four years. And how many challenges do you think that we've we've done together? I think maybe five or six at this point. Okay, yeah. So I think that's pretty a pretty solid number. Yeah, for sure. I feel like every time we're like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna do the challenge this time. And then <laughs> and then Tom starts emailing us and we're like, who's in? <laughs> like ready to go. Yeah, I, absolutely. There've been times where I, I wasn't, I wasn't committed. And then days before, like minutes before the challenge starts, I'm like, I'm in, I'm, I'm all in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely. And so the reason I, I asked Seppo to be honest, cause we're actually just started a new summer challenge. And I think it's a really cool topic because, you know, in my previous episodes, I've shared that I'm very middle way, very nuanced when it comes to health and fitness. So like it might seem counterintuitive that I would be entering these fitness challenges. Like that sounds kind of intense, right? But I, I think today we'll have a really uh, meaningful discussion on maybe the pros and cons of body transformation challenges and, and different approaches to take. Um, but all in all, I'm super excited to have Zeppo here. So Zeppo, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Fill in any blanks that I missed on how we connected and, and what we're doing with this challenge. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, my, my name is Zeppo Young. I'm originally from Rhode Island. I currently live in, in Massachusetts. Um, I've always been interested in human anatomy and personal development and the potential for, for growth, whether it's phys physical or mental. And that's always interested me. I've, I was a practicing massage therapist and, and a phlebotomist for 11 years. Uh, for the last 10 years, though, I've been a stay-at-home dad is a complete change of pace um yeah I, and you're a fantastic dad might I add like you have <laughs> fantastic kids and I always love seeing your pictures thank you it's <laughs> yeah. it's great it's it's very it's a very rewarding experience yeah most definitely I can imagine and and I'll uh share that um so Zeppo and I communicate over Tom Venuto's like inner circle forums, but also we've had a WhatsApp group 
for our challenge team for the past four years since we started. Didn't we have the WhatsApp group the whole time? That's right. Okay. Um, I... Yeah. So we've been talking on the regular through that group with a few other folks for, for the past four years. Yep. We, yeah. we have, and it, 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 it's been, it's been a, a, a great, a great asset, I think for, for, for everybody involved to have that communication with each other that's outside of the inner circle. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's great. I appreciate the inner circle and I love the journaling aspect, mm -hmm. but it's also great to have that other avenue where we can discuss other topics that may not necessarily be appropriate for the inner circle, but it's appropriate for us to sort of blast through any blocks or, or right. obstacles or personal challenges. Yeah, most definitely. And we end up going on tangents on completely unrelated topics as well. <laughs> yeah, <So>. sometimes. <laughs> but that's that's great though. <laughs> yeah. That just shows that just shows that we're more than teammates. Because you could yeah. you could you could be put in a situation where you have a teammate, but then but then to have some like a greater friendship or relationship develop. And we, mm -hmm. we have we have that, I think. Yeah, no, most definitely. And if I didn't mention it before, our team name is Team Hardcore. And I don't remember who came up with that. I, I'll take credit. I don't really remember. <laughs> do, do you know who who came up with Team Hardcore? Um, I think I think Dylan did. Dylan, and yeah. I think I think part of that was had to do with him him being a Marine. Uh huh. Um, but also. I, I remember at some point chiming in that what I wanted out of that particular challenge was to sort of chisel away the fat and the tissue that I don't need and, and develop this hardcore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we kind of like made all these metaphors out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we got really like deep and meta about it. <laughs> Ab absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so good. So many like. <laughs> good like the past few years like hanging out with all you guys and and on the threads and in the whatsapp group so so we're talking about body transformation challenges today zeppo and i'd love for the listeners to get a sense of like what is this body transformation challenge that we just embarked on what are the parameters like what are the expectations out of the participants well you when you start you you have uh certain requirements that you you, you must follow you have to take uh <clears throat> starting photographs to document where you are where you're beginning the journey from and then you you log certain stats um like your your total weight mm -hmm. your body fat percentage your lean mass mm -hmm. and um <laughs> you, you, I think these, that's it. yeah i mean that that's kind of kind of it you you you, you log these um these statistics so that as you go through the challenge and you have, you create this transformation at the end, you also take these, these uh, uh, ending photographs and, and stats and you compare the, compare the beginning and the, the final, the final results. And you can see this, this massive transformation. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's spectacular how, you know, you have 12 weeks, like there are times where it's a grind and it's a slog mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to make it to the end. And then you make it to the end and you're like, you're looking at these two sets of photographs and you're like, holy cow. Right. I did that. That is amazing. And it's just like this huge boost of confidence. And um, it's kind of enlightening what, what, what we are capable of doing. Mm -hmm. 
No, most definitely. It's inspiring. And you know, not to brag, but Team Hardcore has won the team challenge before. So Yeah. <laughs> we're 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 chock full of all stars. Yeah. We re- we really are. That one that one year in particular where we won the, the the took we took the top team and three of us placed very high. Mm-hmm. And it was it was awesome. I mean, it was a great experience. Yeah. And, and it was really really a, a magical experience to share that with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't, it's funny, it's funny because we came together as complete strangers. Mm-hmm. Like I had seen, I had seen Dylan's presence on, on the inner circle previous to our original um, body transformation contest, but I didn't know anybody. Right. And it, I mean, to come together and really gel as well as we did. Yeah, I mean, team team hardcore is really spectacular. I think we set the bar pretty high for other teams. Not to say that we're the best, but I'll pat no, myself on I'll the back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's so true. I think it, it's it's incredible. Like we all came together as strangers, and now I'd say we're all friends for life. I mean, absolutely. I I totally feel that way. Yeah. And sometimes the WhatsApp group will go quiet and then every, every, you know, we'll pop up like, <laughs> how's everyone doing? Like we go through phases where we're talking all throughout the yeah. day. We'll go through phases where we're quiet and we're like, what's going on guys? Like, um, so it's just, yeah, cool. it, can, it can get that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. So thanks for explaining a little bit more about the challenge. I, um, I, I'd love to get your take Zeppo on, maybe the pros and cons of body transformation challenges. Cause I mean, they're definitely pros, right? Like you've mentioned, we have this community of people all kind of getting yeah. energized around these 12 weeks. Uh, any other pros that you can think of in terms of like entering these transformation challenges? Absolutely. Cause I've, I've entered challenges by myself. And when, when I meet an obstacle and I think how, how can I get past it? I can't get past this. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I just don't see a path forward at that moment, but being on a team, you, you, you rely on other people and they rely on you. Mm-hmm. You could just come out, out of nowhere and say like, Hey, I'm really struggling today. Like there's, uh, there's this going on or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have in this, this case, four other people mm-hmm. immediately chime, chime up and, and they, they cheer you on and they like help lift your spirits and we can really depend on each other. Um, I think the accountability, the dependent, like being able to depend on people. I mean, th- these are, these are all big, big pros for, for being part of a team in, in a body transformation challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. It's like being a part of something that's not, it's not just you, like you have other folks who are in it with it's, you. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I know the, I, for for a long time, I've always thought of, you know, we have our individual strengths and our weaknesses, mm-hmm. but when we come together as a team, we mitigate the weaknesses and we really elevate our strengths. And so when you look at, 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 at the whole and, and compared to our individual parts, like we're stronger together when mm-hmm. we can like gel together and we're just, I, I just, I honestly feel that being part of a team is makes you makes you a better better contestant a better person better challenger yeah no most definitely and and I shared kind of in 
in the first episode of my podcast that, you know, I got into this field of health and fitness and, and health coaching because of my own struggles. And so just it almost helping other people with their own challenges just reinforces what you value in yourself. And, and I, I love the community and, you know, I think for me, you know, I think Tom Venuto says something to the effect of like, you can lock in your focus for 12 weeks, right? Because this, this whole personal growth, body transformation challenge thing, I mean, it's a lifelong, lifelong process. And there's seasons where you're going to maintain, there's seasons where you might backslide a little bit, there's seasons where you're going to lean out, you know, but having kind of a set period of time to lock in your focus is, is a, sometimes an easier ask of yourself. So would you say that's another pro, like kind of having that time? Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, I, I am a, unfortunately at times I can really procrastinate, especially if I, if I know I can put this off till tomorrow, I can put this off till the the next week. But when you're, when you start these contests, it really forces you to focus. Like you have this deadline and, and, and you have you have to break it down like you 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 it's it's difficult to look at it as a 12 week process you really have to break that down okay so there's three months Mm -hmm. this month is sort of i look at it this is this phase and then i move on to the next phase and based on based on your goals Mm -hmm. uh, or or day to day like these are my daily tasks like this this is what i need to do in order for me to elicit the fat loss progress you want to achieve mm-hmm. or the muscle building progress that you also want, you may want to, may want to achieve. Right. Um, but that having that deadline, that time frame mm-hmm. forces you, it gives you something to really, really you dig your teeth into and like really right. get involved with. Yeah. I, I think I can, sometimes I get caught up in like, well, I don't have a deadline. Right. And, and life is long <laughs> and I have, it's not yeah. about the outcome. It's about the journey. So I can find myself prolonging the journey a little bit in the name of, <laughs> I'm not in a rush. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. I have to be honest with myself, like, well, maybe let's, let's get this fat loss done so we can get into maintenance already. <laughs> yeah. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay, cool. So we, we have some pros here and I'm, I'm, I think like you of all people, like you, you've been in these challenges for years, we're all aware of some of the cons. So what would you say some cons are of these, this format in these transformation challenges? I think, um, so these, these contests require great commitment and great determination and great sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And depending on, on your situation in life, that sacrifice um, or the pressure that people put on themselves to to lose so x number of pounds or build so much muscle mm-hmm. or fulfill their goals can can be too can be uh, too great of a price to pay. Mm. And the sacrifice that you have to make to achieve your goals is just is too great um, for like in relationship to your your whole, whole life. And this is how I look at challenges a lot of times is. Um, like this is this is a personal endeavor. This is just one part of my life, and I don't want this to spill over and affect other areas of my life because that can create, um, you know, it can be problematic. Right. If I'm focusing all my energy into the 
the, the, the challenge where I think like the first challenge I did, I think there were times where I was like exercising three, four, five hours a day. Mm-hmm. And then on top of my business endeavors and, you know, my family time um, that could, could, could take me away from other areas of my life that are really important. Right. And so it, it can be, it can be, a, it can be a problem, you know, trying to do too much. Mm. Yeah, I, I I feel like over the years, Zeppo, and, and from what I've observed, you've learned how to work smarter, not harder. Like, work, you know what I mean? It's like, yes, it's like getting the most out of and, and you said something the other day in our WhatsApp, you were saying, I want to work hard without feeling like I'm working hard. Can you tell me more about that? Like, I don't know, it, it makes me think of like, there, 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 I think there may be a I don't know. It reminds me of, of a movie from the eighties and I'm not sure what it was, but I feel like I want to do the work, but I want to do the work in a way where I don't know I'm doing the work. Yes. Um, like it's almost like this, like Zen, like I'm doing it, but I'm not doing it. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Cause, cause it, well, yeah, there's, there's burnout. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I've dealt with in, in previous challenges where I, again, I try to do too much and it's just, and I put so much pressure on myself and I create this like, like, daily checklist for success and it's like 25 items it's like how the heck am I supposed to do all of that right and then be a great father taking my kids places over the summer or being a great husband and it's like so this time my mantra is uh, less is more mm. and I just I just want to do the bare minimum to elicit the greatest result and I think of the 80 20 rule where um 80 percent of your um, production comes from 20% of your, of your work. And I want to do, I just want to focus on those, those, the the biggest blocks that are going to be, have the greatest impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I, I follow a coach that Bo named Emma story Gordon. I listen to her podcasts and she talks about, uh, minimal effective dose like what's the minimal amount of work you can do to get the most bang for your buck so like yeah you're working yeah working smarter not harder like what's the bare minimum and it's not because you're cheating yourself it's because you have a life like you have a family you have you know things yeah I have a lot going on yeah you can't spend all your time at the gym like running yourself ragged spinning your wheels Mm -hmm. yeah that's true and I'm I'm so guilty of, of that. And I and I put pressure on myself that I don't need to put on myself. Mm-hmm. Where I, I know one 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 like one journal thread I I entitled um, Rise and Grind. Mm-hmm. And I in the before the challenge started, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna wake up at four in the morning and I'm gonna, you know, start cranking out the weights and this and that. And I'm like, not a morning person I'm more likely <laughs> to stay up until four in the morning and, and some people do that and they and that works really well for them and right. um I mean I've just I, I I've learned to play to my strengths yeah and I'm I'm more of a night owl and I'm you know I understand there's a lot of value to waking up early in the morning and, and then first thing do your cardio first thing lift weights mm-hmm. but that's not my strength and yeah. why would I I, I don't know yeah, it's like you have to make these habits fit into your life, not rearrange your whole life to do this like quote yeah. optimal approach or something. I wouldn't 
I wouldn't put a, I wouldn't put a fish on a tree and expect it to fly. <laughs> oh, that's a good analogy. Well, I, I, <laughs> I appreciate what you said about priorities and, and values. And it's like, yes, we value this contest and doing our best and we value our family and our work and, you know, our other obligations. And, you know, it's a very nuanced thing. It's not just all or nothing. And yeah, I had right. to learn a lot of that over the years. Well, let's say, let's say I decide and I can do this. I can get wicked laser focused where like nothing else matters let's say i'm gonna and i and i've done this i did this in the, the summer t challenge 2018 the summer challenge 2019 i can get so laser focused where everything is about exercising and 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 eating this you know being in this like really hard calorie deficit and that's all that matters mm -hmm. and i can i can do that and i can exercise for hours a day but at some point the other important areas of my life are going to suffer. Mm. And that's something I really struggled with in, in 2019. I put a lot of pressure on, on, on my wife because she would say, like, she'd say like, you're never around. And when you are around, it's, you're, it's like, you're not, you're not around. You're thinking, you're, you're thinking about something else. Mm. And at that time, like I was just, I was just, I was trying so hard to do so much. Right. And so let's say, I, I, you know, embrace that philosophy where like, this is all that matters to me and come higher, hell or high water. I'm going to achieve this. Yeah. Well, let's say I really buckle down and punish myself for the full 12 weeks and I do everything I think I can do. And I submit my essay and I have to wait the, the week or two weeks for the judges to re uh, release their, their, um, um, <laughs> the word I'm trying their, the winner? Uh, yeah. The yeah, they're, they're winners. Yeah. Well, I have to wait two weeks for them to to uh, to to share who won the contest, and then I don't win. What mm -hmm. if I don't place? But I've done everything I thought I could do, but then at, at the expense of, you know, quality time that I can spend with my children. Mm -hmm. And this is something that you know, I, you know, I I'm sensitive to because I don't I want to I want to do these things because it means a lot to me personally. Like I get a lot out of this, and. I don't want to disrupt the balance that I have at my, in my home. Mm. I do want to do these things, but I want to do it in a way where it's like, Oh, oh hey, hey, look at me. I just did this. And I don't, I didn't realize I did this. Yeah. I don't want to upset the balance. And it's, to me, it's all about balance. Yeah. You know, I mean, with food, with balancing areas of my life, I don't want this to spill over into the time time I have with my children. What if my children want to go to the park and I'm like, well, I got to do cardio for 40 minutes. Can you wait? They're yeah. not going to, they don't care about that. They want to spend time with their dad. Right. You know, I, you know, so there's a, there's an ice cream place that's in the next town over and they make, well, I don't think they make their ice cream, but they buy it from someone local who makes their ice cream and it's really good. And the weather's warming up and I'm anticipating any day now my kids are going to say, hey, can we go to that place and buy ice cream? Mm -hmm. Well, what am, again, if I'm going to be laser focused and this is all that matters, well, I can't go to the ice cream place and enjoy ice cream with my kids. I can, you know, I can find balance. I say, OK, well, let's go. And then I've got choices that I can make that will you know, enable me to spend time, quality time with my children, but then also... Um, 
you know, follow these rules or guidelines that will help me burn fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you, you speak. It's to all some, about balance. Yeah. I mean, you speak to this like dilemma, right? And, and when I talk to my clients, I, we would describe that as a values conflict. So on the one hand, you have that like value of, you know, you're in this body transformation contest. You want to, you know, put your best foot forward with that. And you value time with your kids and sharing an ice cream with them and enjoying that experience. And, and so yeah. in that moment, like the, the value you might honor is that in this moment, I value having this experience with my kids and enjoying the ice cream. And I'm making that empowered choice rather than guilting myself about it later. And so, yeah, it sounds like, you know, big picture. Yes. Like I might make choices that align with that, the body transformation value, but in this moment, like this, this moment with my kids is more important. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer that through my choices, um, I can get what I want, which in this is in this instance with the, with this particular, uh, uh, body transformation challenges, I want to burn fat and I want to burn a lot of fat. I want to have a rapid, uh, transformation, but I can, I can do that, but then I can also do this other thing, which may seem counterintuitive. Yeah. I think there's a way I don't, I, I think I can manage, you know, I, I like Tom, Tom recently posted, I, I say recently, but it might've been six months ago. He posted somewhere, a picture of himself from like 1997, where he's completely shredded mm -hmm. the, the caption or the text he, he put was something to the effect of, this was me eating chicken, rice, and broccoli. And then a picture, when, I think when he, maybe when he turned 50, but it's a very recent photograph. And he's still very lean. And you, you, could, you could tell that he has a noticeably, he has a noticeable amount more muscle. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is him eating recipes that he has created and are available on the inner circle. Yeah. And, and I look at those two pictures and I think, well, I can do that. I know I can do that. But there's, I'm missing out on life. Yeah, it's not there's other, it. other, other, yeah. I mean, I think of, it's funny, like, you know, I can, I can, I can eat pizza. I can order pizza from the pizza place down the road that we, you know, occasionally will order from, or I can make my own mm -hmm. and it has, it has more protein. It has better macros Yes, it may be still be more calories, but I can budget those into right. my meal plan for the day. And there are ways I can do that. If I make my own, I could use low fat cheese. I could make smaller portion size sizes, or I could, as I design my meal plan for the day, I could, I could put that in my planner. First thing like, okay, this is, this is going to be a 1200 calorie meal and I'm only giving myself 2300 calories for the day. Now let's start plugging in other, other foods in right. my uh, other meals and snacks and let's make this work. Build it around that. And that's so good. And, you know, it reminds me, Zebo, that coach I mentioned, Emma Story Gordon, she says something like, you know, you shouldn't have to sacrifice to get to achieve your body transformation goals, but you might have to compromise. So sacrificing would be like that Tom Venuto, 1977, like, chicken, rice, and broccoli, like no treats, like no pizza ever. Like that's sacrifice, right? You have to sacrifice to get bodybuilding level. Yeah. 
but you know, just do it. We're regular people just wanting to lose some body fat. We can, <laughs> we can compromise and occasionally have the ice cream with our kids and have the pizza and it doesn't have to be black or white. And, and, you know, that balance I, I'm with you. I, you know, obviously I'm with you. I, my podcast is called middle way. <laughs> I think it can, it does exist. This, this nuanced balanced approach. Yeah. Oh, so good. I, I think, think if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And these are these are important values to me that could could seem contradictory to one another. Yeah. But and and that's the name of the I'm game. Always, I mean, mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say oh. that the even, you know, the dialectical thinking that I introduced is all about two seemingly opposing truths that can coexist at the same time, right? I can be in a fat loss phase and I can have the occasional ice cream with my kids. Like both can be true. Yeah. It's funny when I when I won when I won my contest uh, last year. I at times I kind of felt like a jerk because I was bragging. I'm like, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a cheeseburger and fries for dinner tonight, right? Or I'm gonna make myself a pizza. Or and and it's like, you know, I'm looking at comfort foods that are traditionally very unhealthy, but I'm trying to pick and choose ingredients to make the macros in the calories fit into my budget mm-hmm. and and i i still i mean i still had an amazing body transformation right. and i just i looked at it like i i want to make better i want to enjoy food mm-hmm. and i want to make better choices yeah about the food that i eat but uh, it's funny i could eat i can eat if i crave a donut i can go eat i can go buy a donut and that's you know okay right that where it goes wrong is where i buy a, a dozen donuts and then i eat <laughs> all you know 13 all by myself and i just right. like, just start shoveling them into my mouth and right. that is sabotage but mm-hmm. yeah there's got to be a way to do it and i think the i i was talking to someone the other day it was like you know, having the treat, like it should be an empowered choice, right? Like I'm having the donut and this is my choice and it's not on a whim from my emotions or like a, you know, a, something that feels out of control. And I wanted to circle back because we we went on a great tangent. I'm so excited about this conversation, but I wanted to circle back to the cons because I think another con that we've all experienced of body transformation challenges is that you do lock in your focus so much for 12 weeks that by the time you're done, you kind of backswing to old habits because you've been so zeroed in. And then finally, when you're done, you're like, Ooh, I'm done. And then you kind of go back to the status quo and regain the weight. So any (laughs) any thoughts on that? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm the the poster child for for that. That's that swing where uh, again, I get laser focused for, for three, three months. Mm -hmm. And then when that, that, that I reach that deadline and it's over and I can start to, introduce old recipes or order food or old embrace old habits and I may not see it but I get comfortable with that and say you know what I'm gonna get pizza and I'm gonna wash that down with some beer and I'm gonna and and I start introducing the the old habits and before I know it all that hard work I put in for for three months is essentially wasted because I've gained 80% of the weight back Mm -hmm. that's a real thing and that's a thing that I've struggled with and that's something uh, um, that I'm aware of now, because 
this challenge, I'm, I'm, I'm locking myself in, in a way that is, uh, balanced with all, all my other values, but I'm, I'm in it to win it. I want to do the best that I can do, mm -hmm. but I know the challenge is going to end. And is that lifestyle that I can do for 12 weeks? Is that sustainable? Mm -hmm. Can I, can I do that for 12 weeks or 12 months or 12 years? And so this is something that I have to be aware of. And I think having that approach, that middle ground approach is really important because you can enjoy aspects of life or food that seem counterintuitive to a fat loss diet over uh, over a short period of period of time. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a it's a real it's a real challenge for a lot of people, and I've seen people on in the inner circle have great transformations. They they t lose a ton of weight, burn a lot of fat, and then they they show up to the next challenge. Like like myself, last last challenge where I showed up and I felt like I had my tail tucked between my legs. Like I'm 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 here. I had this amazing transformation last last year, but then when the challenge ended, I slowly reverted back to old habits, and I'm back at like day one. Yeah, so that's something something that I have to incorporate. Try to incorporate. I I don't know. Yeah, new, I, I, new rules going forward. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. I, I appreciate that perspective and your vulnerabilities, Zeppo, because you're not alone. I think a lot of people have that experience of really, you know, grinding it out, getting the results they want. And then as soon as it's, you know, they've reached said goal, they're kind of like, all right, I'm done. Right. And, and slowly but surely the old habits creep in. So it sounds like you've learned a lot of lessons. What do you, and you mentioned sustainability, and I, I want to touch on that for a second. What do you think you learned from that experience of kind of regaining it back that you're going to take forward with you into this next challenge? Like, what are you doing differently this time around? <laughs> um, I'm hoping that I can, you know, again, I'm hoping for the next 12 weeks, I can be hardcore about my diet, but maybe in a less hardcore kind of way yeah. so that when the challenge ends, I can continue like I don't I don't want to be on a diet I want to create a sustainable uh, <clears throat> uh, nutritional plan or, or right. and so that you know going forward I can continue to eat the meals that I'm currently eating maybe eat a little bit more of each so that my my to, to bump my cal like caloric intake mm -hmm. but I don't want to I don't want to blow it up right yeah, it it I what you describe I I love sounds just like flexible dieting. You know, you have your deficit, you allow for room for some, you know, indulgences here and there because at the end of the day, like the minute you tell yourself, I'm never going to have cookies or I'm never going to have pizza. It's like <laughs> what do you want? You want cookies and pizza? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so a more sustainable approach sounds like what what you're going into the next 12 weeks with anything else you learned from those previous challenges that you're, you're carrying forward. I think I, 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 I've learned a lot of lessons and I, th I just think the biggest ones is, is to create realistic goals. Mm -hmm. um, so, so again, that you're not, you're not trying to do too much too soon. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I, I can exercise for three hours a day or maybe 45 minutes is enough. Yeah. And then that way it will create that su- su- sustainable um, habit so that when the, the challenge really is, you know, that's, that's not, that's not the prize. I could, I could go off and I could have this amazing transformation and then suddenly win this challenge again, but that's not the prize. The prize is what's beyond the, the challenge. And I really hope that I'm able to create daily meal plans that are again, sustainable, that I enjoy to eat. That's not a chore because I can make the chicken, rice and broccoli meal and I can you know stuff that down my throat five times a day, or I can make um, more, more balanced meals that, when the challenge ends, I can, you know, really enjoy making them mm-hmm. and they taste great and I can rely on them being available. Right. It's, it's really tough because I, I haven't, haven't successfully done that yet mm-hmm. because again, I, you know, there's been probably three challenges where I've lost 25, 30 pounds and then I've gained it back. Right. So that, that's, that's the next challenge. The only thing I can say is that I'm ready to embrace that when the, especially when the time comes. And that's what I, one thing I, you know, I really, I really love about team hardcore is that it's, you know, okay. The challenge is over. Bye. Thanks for, (laughs) thanks for playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I have, I can, I can rely on everybody on the team after the challenge ends. Yeah. Zeppo, you're speaking my language. I, I've seen you develop over the years and and come to these conclusions about finding a path forward that's going to work for you. And I have no doubt of your ability to be (laughs) successful, not just in the 12 weeks, but beyond the 12 weeks. I mean, you really had do the difficult, like the mindset work that that's so key and necessary and all these like psychological pieces that are often like underestimated when it comes to body transformation. So I didn't have this question planned, but can you speak more to that? Like the mindset and the mentality um, you, you're kind of going into with this challenge and beyond? Yeah. So it's all about the mindset. I mean, you know, the if the mind is weak. I, I just feel like you're you're more will you're you're more willing to give up mm-hmm. or quit a challenge or just a life goal, what it, regardless of what it is, but when you fortify your mind and to, for me, like, you know, it's funny. I, I have this uh, playlist on YouTube. I keep adding to it and it's all these motivational videos. And I'm constantly listening to them. It's like, I'd almost rather listen to that than music sometimes right. because I just, um, I can, I can tell when I'm really into something, I can tell you, that I'm, I'm going to have a great challenge because Mm I, I feel it inside of me. I, my, in my thoughts, like I, I really believe this, but there have been times where I'll tell you the same exact thing, but in my mind, I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, going, you know, after this challenge ends going forward, I think that mental aspect, I mean, just, I mean, other than just being mentally tough to, to be in a deficit and to sacrifice things for 12 weeks beyond that, I'm going to focus on, on developing my mental strength Mm -hmm. so that, you know, go after when the challenge ends and everybody goes home, I can still say, 
this is important to me and these are my values and this is why I started in the first place and this is why I'm going to continue. Right. Yeah, I I appreciate that. It almost sounds like conditioning your mind for success with those inspirational videos. It's almost like it sounds <laughs> kind of weird. Like you're almost brainwashing yourself in a way to 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 be successful. Yeah. It becomes like a self-fulfilling I, prophecy almost. It is. It is. That's what it is. And fu- it's funny and, and uh the the New Year's challenge last year, I was constantly listening to these videos and I wouldn't I think eventually I started to sort of talk about them a little bit or maybe share them on, on the inner circle. But a lot of times I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk about that or share that because I'm like, geez, am I, I'm trying to re reprogram my brain and this, <laughs> this feels weird. And, but I think, um, I think I'm, I'm a negative person. Mm. I think I hold a lot of negative beliefs and when I'm faced with a new event, my brain automatically jumps to the worst possible scenario. And I don't give myself the opportunity to really survey the land and see what's really up. I immediately tell myself, no, mm. like I, I want to burn 25 pounds of fat. No, you can't. You're not good enough for that. And so, and I, I see this as a, a, a this is a, a really negative personality trait that I, I have. And so to, to be that negative and I'm really trying to condition my brain so that I'm not a negative person, that I'm more positive and I don't want to be naive or unrealistic or, you know, living in my own fairyland. Right. But I, but I also, you know, the, what really stinks is what, if somebody else says no to you ask, can I, can I have this? Can I do that? Can I have this? And somebody else says no. Like, that's fine. You asked, you put it out there. They said, no, okay, that's it. No. But when, when there's something you think, Hey, I might be able to do this. And then you tell yourself no immediately. And I do that all the time. And that's, I mean, I mean, even, even now, I mean, probably this past week, I probably did it 20 times Mm -hmm. and it it really stinks because I know, I know that I'm personally capable of doing much more than I've ever achieved. And I shut myself down. And so the mental aspect of this whole fitness journey is crucial. It's critical to success to be able to tell your, tell yourself that you are capable of doing something to set the goal and then go get it. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate your (laughs) vulnerability and it sounds like you do have a lot of self-awareness. Like I can kind of go towards the negative at times. And <laughs> what, what do you do yeah. to counteract that stuff? So, because it sounds like you have some strategies. Cause when I talk to you, you seem pretty positive. So what do you, what do you do to counteract? Well, that? Um, what do I do to counteract the negative voices that I hear in my head? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I just sometimes I think just to remind myself that it's not real, that, you know, I, I think of things, maybe things people have said or have done to me in the past. You know, it's funny, I, I you know, I grew up and I, 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 I mean, how, why I grew up with this, this thought, I don't know, but I grew up with a loser's attitude. I just sort of, I grew up expecting to lose. Uh, it's funny, I was in a, <clears throat> when I was in the seventh grade, I think or the eighth grade, I was on a baseball team. We made it to the championship game. And 
I was the weakest player on the team. We, we had, and I was a good player. We had so many great players and we were just this powerhouse. And I thought we've just just like destroyed every team we faced. We're in the championship game. There's no way we can lose this game. And um, we lost. And it was in a, in a way it was devastating to me because, you know, um, just a few years prior, like I, you know, watch it, watching the Red Sox, the Red Sox went to the World Series and they lost in this, this devastating fashion. My parents would let me stay up late for all the games, except for the game that they lost the series in, in the last game. Oh, no, it's, it's a school night. It's too late. Well, but you let me watch the game the other night. <laughs> and then they went on to lose. And I just, you know, I just felt like, wow, my team lost. Like. I'm a loser. And, all, and I just, you know, I, I don't know, there was weird thoughts that I would have. And, and I, you know, I was on this baseball team in, in the championship game and we lost. I made the 27th out. People on the team blamed me for us losing. And mm-hmm. I, and I just, I took this to heart. I was, you know, I took it to heart and I carried this loss for many, many years. And I always thought of myself as a loser. So to win the challenge last year, and I didn't even try to win. I just, I just wanted to put the team in, in as best position to win as possible. I never once thought about myself and I worked so hard and I won and I thought, Oh my God, this is amazing. I won, I won something for the first time in my life. And, um, and so the mental, like, again, going back to, I have a very negative personality and I don't know why, but I grew up with that, but I've taken a lot of time for many, for probably for decades, like reading, self-help books or self-development books and that stuff just really gets me riled up like I love the idea that I can be better than the credit that I give myself like I'm capable of much more yeah oh there's so much I think a lot of people that are that way go ahead a lot of people say no to themselves right yeah it it almost a lot of people deny themselves yeah, it, it almost Zeppo, it almost makes me think it's almost a self-preservation strategy. Like if I say no at the outset, I'm not going to be disappointed when I fail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just I just think about so many endeavors I I have started and then quickly resigned from because because of that. Yeah. That being, you know, I'm trying to protect myself from the disappointment further down the road. Let's just rip the band-aid off now. Yeah, it's like a self-sabotage kind of I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna really follow through here because I don't wanna disappoint myself or I don't wanna Right. Oh, my- I don't know how many times I've thought, oh yep, that's me. I just shot myself in the foot again. Mm-hmm. Or I just recently heard this uh this expression. Um <clears throat> if you were driving down the road and you got a flat tire, you wouldn't get out of the car and then slash the other three tires. Right you wouldn't do that. You would, you would get out and you would change the tire and you would move on. Yeah. And so this, this, just this thought of mine is, is empowering because, you know, let's say I have a momentary lapse of weakness and I see a donut and I say, Oh, I really want to eat that. That's a maple bacon donut. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Let's say I have a momentary lapse of weakness and I eat that, that donut. Well, okay. I can look at it. Like this is my flat tire. I, I'm not going to get out of the car and slash the other three tires. I'm also not going to go eat the, you know, the rest of the box of donuts. Right. You know, I can, I can eat that donut and 
you know, I could, you know, take a few bites from it and really savor it and, you know, fulfill that, that need that my, that craving that I have and say, okay, this, that was great. I don't have to eat the whole thing. I can just take a few bites, put it down. And then I don't know, get back up on my horse and continue riding. Yeah. One, one choice in isolation doesn't have to become like your future. Right. And it's like eating right. patterns. It's not one, one meal or even one day that determines your fate. It's, it's your overall um, habits. And, oh, there was so much good stuff you shared Zeppo. I think that, that story about feeling like a loser, I mean, that has stayed with you since you said seventh yeah. grade. Well, I, I could, it was 1991. Well, 19, the Red Sox lost in 86 and the, the, my baseball team lost in 1991. I only remember that because my dad was in the hospital for a triple bypass at uh, mass general. And he recognized how good our team was. And he just expected that we would go on and win. And I desperately wanted to go to the hospital, visit him in the hospital with the trophy. And I remember <clears throat> walking into his room and I felt like my head was this anvil and I couldn't I just I couldn't hold my head up I was so ashamed of myself oh, I just want to hug that Zeppo <laughs> like right now I just want to like hug that Zeppo and be like this isn't defining you know this doesn't have to define you and oh it's yeah I I wish I, I wish I could do that too mm -hmm. I yeah. wish I could do that too and it's you know it's really funny when I was a kid you know, I'd laying in bed trying to get myself to fall asleep. Like I, you know, I used to think about, you know, I really liked science fiction and I would think about, you know, cause I was really unpopular. I was the, the short chubby kid. I received all the hand-me-down clothes. Like I always looked like you could easily pick me out of a crowd. It was funny looking. And I'd have like these fantasies of like, of me, future me from many years later, coming back through time hey it's gonna be okay yeah. like this is what you this is what you have to do and you know everybody will really like you and you'll be popular and, and you'll be healthy and this and that and then when through the through the inner circle they have they have their mini challenges every week and one mini challenge was to write uh, in, ca in, in case of an emergency letter to yourself that you put it in an envelope and you'd seal it up and you wouldn't touch it uh, until the future Mm -hmm. And you would, if you felt like you needed to talk yourself off the ledge or do you, uh, if you needed that, you would open it up and find this letter written from yourself. And I always thought that was really empowering because even as a kid, you know, <clears throat> I had this fantasy of my future me coming back and being like, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Like, you're not always going to feel like a loser or you're not always going. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you know, I know you, you describe yourself as having this negative mindset, but I'll say that you do in the way you, you hold yourself and the way you move forward. And you're always looking for solutions. You're looking for the path forward. I mean, that's what matters, right? I mean, we all have those inner critics, that inner voice, and it might not necessarily ever go away, but it, you know, like you said, checking those thoughts, like, is this true? Right? <laughs> it's so important. And it's so valuable. Mm -hmm. When you have a thought, and you, and you're convinced that, you know, whatever you're thinking is true, and like, at, just to check yourself, and is this really true? Right? Like, do you really believe that if you do this, is if that is that is that what's really going to happen? And I even go so far as to, to ask myself, okay, 
you, you're you not sure if that's true or not. If you do that, what's going to happen if you did that? Yeah. Is it is it the end of the world? Is it that big of a problem? Right. Worst and, case scenario. And, and, right. Like, you know, OK, let's say let's say it is true. Like, is it is it the end of the world? Can you do that anyway? And can you try yeah. and see if it works? And if it doesn't work, like, so what? Yeah. Big deal. Move on. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm loving this mindset conversation. And I want to, I want to, you know, we've talked about the 12 weeks. We've talked a little bit about beyond the 12 weeks coming up with a sustainable, uh, sustainable habits that you can carry forward. What do you have? What is, what is kind of, um, your plan for beyond the 12 weeks Epo? Like what, what do you envision for yourself? Think about that future self who's coming back to you now saying it's going to be great. Yeah. Like, what does that look like for you? You know, I, I see myself losing 24 pounds of body fat through this challenge. And then after that, I see myself um, maybe temporarily going into like a maintenance phase just so I don't feel like I'm in this constant deprivation. Right. But I see myself continuing to lose more body fat. And I see myself doing it in a really healthy, sustainable way where I may even be able to add, add a little bit of muscle or get to a point where I say, you know what, I'm actually happy at this weight. Let's build some more. Let's, now let's build some muscle. Hell yeah. Increase my, increase my caloric budget uh, to a point where, you know, I'm not in a gaining phase, but maybe just slight a hundred more calories more than maintenance Yeah. just to try to, you know, build, build a little bit of muscle. But I see myself being in a position where I can um, show other people that this is something that if I can do, they're capable of doing as well and being, um, you know, sort of a leader. I mean, yeah. I'm not looking to be a, an online personality or anything like that, but just to embrace that fifth element that Tom talks about and, um, you know, lift up other people. Right. Oh. I, I can hold, I'm holding that vision for you, Zeppo. And I definitely see, <laughs> see that coming to fruition. I have no doubts. And, <laughs> and I just a couple more questions. I know we're, I think we're running low on time, but just a couple more. Um, you mentioned that fifth sure. element in, in Tom's book, that fifth element is the community aspect. So what do you think? And we kind of touched on this at the beginning, but what do you think like we've created with team hardcore? Like, I think it's magic, but like, how would you, describe it to someone like what kind of container we've created <laughs> importance of it um whew. you know i don't i don't really know because when i try to describe it to people like i don't i don't think i do a very good job we used to <laughs> what we what we created is magic yeah and to explain that like you know and we we've never met each other but i i always think of team hardcore as my crew yeah. And I've got my crew, I got my crew back home that I can go and visit sometimes in person. And then team hardcore is my crew. And what we've created is just, we've created this amazing bond. Yeah. And I, I, I haven't been able to, to really describe it very well to people because I try to say like, these people are awesome. Yeah. And it's like, and I, and I think of team, team hardcore as, I mean, just being so amazing and everybody's different and we have so many great uh, things to offer each other. 
Like we are a mastermind. Yeah. If I, like you, you bring so much to the table and, and, and I know Dylan brings so much to the table and Glenn yes. and Dave and yeah. everybody, yeah. we, we have so much to offer each other so that when we, we have a problem or we need help or someone to lean on, we're there for each other. And I try to explain that to people. They say, okay, cool. So you've got online friends. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah that's I feel like that doesn't do it justice like it's not just online friends it's like you're <laughs> like you said mastermind yeah. yeah I mean I really think I really think that way and I think that's what makes team team hardcore special is that we're not just just on online friends yeah well I'm sure our listeners it makes you are... wonder what other other people in, in... So... go ahead no go ahead oh I was just, it makes you wonder like what other people and other other on other teams think like if they think like they think the same way. Right. Is that a cult? People... Like, what are they up to? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we do have something magical. And I know, Zeppo, our listeners are going to be loving what, you know, this episode. And, you know, I, we're all now invested in your success. So no pressure. <laughs> Thank you. None. Nope. None. Okay. Yeah. It's, and, it's and all they... empowering. Yes. Okay, good. It's empowering. And maybe if you're amenable to it, we could have you come back like after the 12 weeks or even later on to see how you're doing, how you feel. Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay, fantastic. I think that would be cool. Yes. Okay. I'm so (laughs) so here for that because I'm sure everyone would be curious to see, you know, if you were able to lose the 24 pounds of fat, very aggressive fat loss goal, two pounds a week. And then, you know, maybe going into maintenance for a time, I'm sure folks are invested in, in hearing about how, you, how you're getting on and how the mindset piece is going and, and just carrying all those habits forward. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely have you back then. If you're, if you're game, I'm game <laughs> to make it happen. Let's do it. Well, I just want to wrap up by thanking you so much for being here today, Zeppo. I appreciate having you on and I'm, I'm excited to continue to carry forward this conversation. I think body transformation challenges may not be for everybody, right? Some people might find it a little too restrictive or regimented. They may want, you know, um, it may backfire, right? Like Mm. it's backfired on us a couple of times and (laughs) being mindful when deciding to go on these journeys, right? What do I want to get out of it? Am I in it to win it, which fair enough, or is this just about laying the foundation for a longer term goal? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Lots to think about. Lots to chew on here today. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. It's your thing. All right. Over and out.